Hello and welcome to PoloCast, a polo podcast for gamers. I'm your host, Nathan Mustafa. With me today, I have a man who rides bareback on and off the polo field, Neil Ronahan. Hello, hello. I'm uh, good to be here for PoloCast, a uh, long-time listener, uh, first-time yep, caller. Yep. Up next, up next, he'd rather be playing cricket, Zachary Miller. Tell you who, Pip-Pip, what? what? <laughs> and finally, a man who looks dashing in a polo shirt, and only a polo shirt, Andy Gergen. Marco? It's true. It's true. He does like an Apollo shirt. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um. So unfortunately, this isn't actually Polo Cast. Oh. This is the you got my fucking NWR up, newscast. Screw this. In which we discuss Nintendo news for you. This is the thirtieth episode for Friday, October twelfth. November twelfth. Uh, November twelfth. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you, Andy. <laughs> Uh, We've gone back in time yet forward as well. My evil plan is complete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, planting the seed of failure in my mind. <laughs> so why Step don't we up. just... Step it up, Mustafa. Eh, why don't we just heat. kick it off with what you've been reviewing and Zach with the big game of the week. Oh, me. GoldenEye Wii. GoldenEye Wii. Yes, you. Mm. Uh, Wii? It's awesome, by the way. It's How um, awesome. How awesome! On a scale of one to ten, it's uh, awesome. Oh man! On a scale of one to ten, it's about an eight point five. Oh, I'd say that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You are. I was. I was that. waiting for that joke, Zach, where you were just going to cite on a scale of one to ten an eight point five in the review. That's up on NintendoWorldReport.com. It is. It, uh, it was. It was not mentioned by our colleagues on RFN, sadly, but that was an oversight. Ah. Yeah, when um, they had a retro. I, I just got through that too. And it's like they have a retrospective actually, uh, on GoldenEye Nintendo 64. And they don't even mention how we have the review two days before recording. That are actually, yeah, that was, it was two days before recording. That was per my request, Zach. Oh, of course. That's for you, sir. <laughs> just, just blame me. I, I, I always do. When something I goes know. wrong in my life, I just, I just shake my fist Mustafa! at the sky and yell, Mustafa! <laughs> exactly When your like door that. is just... Barricaded by caribou bodies. <laughs> so yep. many caribou. <laughs> uh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Goldeneye is uh, almost nothing like the Goldeneye you remember, which is fine with me, uh, because I recently played it on Nintendo 64, and let me tell you right now, it does not hold up. I think the I think the multiplayer is still kind of fun, but the no. single player is super super dated now. Sing, single player blows, but mm. even even if you go back to the multiplayer, I feel by comparison to any game today, no. But there's still the nostalgia with the multiplayer. That's why I that's why I would argue that that holds up. I was never a huge fan of the original to begin with. I know I'm uh, among the few, but if I was not ten when it came out and all my friends played it. I would not be a big fan of it either. Yeah, exactly. If if I just had it, it was and just, didn't have parties with people, I'd hate it. It was just, yeah. I mean, it was just hard to really get behind Goldeneye when you'd already played things like, like you know, Quake Two on the PC. It yeah. just felt so primitive. Uh, anyway, we're, let's talk about the Wii version. I'm interested. Yeah, let's talk about the Wii one. Uh, the Wii one is more like Call of Duty, more like the Modern Warfare games than. I mean, it's still Bond. You know, it's not... Well, how how is it still Bond? Like, I mean, that's the one thing in the single player. Like, I know everyone seems to be saying it's it's like the Call of Duty games, but how is it how is it more Bond and less Call of Duty? 
Well, it's more Bond in the fact that you're Daniel Craig and you're Bond and yeah. you're sneaking around and breaking necks and, uh, you know, being in the GoldenEye storyline. But, like, if you take it online... Like, gameplay-wise. Nothing, nothing like... Bond about it at all. Gameplay-wise, I mean, you have that little smartphone that he takes pictures of stuff with and he scans electronics with, but otherwise... Besides the plot, not a whole lot bondy about it. Okay. Not much bondage. Ah, is there, is, is there a lot of stealth in the game, or is it largely just run it's, and gun? It's very optional, although, you know, if you if you take down a dude stealthfully, he won't raise an alarm like he did in the N64 yeah. game, too. Oh. Um, although there wasn't stealth takedowns in the N64 one, you just had to shoot the guy before he got to a, like, com box, right? Yeah. I don't remember, but uh, yeah. So it's the game, same thing where, because I've been playing the DS version, and that has it like where if you like sneak up behind a guy, there's a button that you can press, and then like you just fucking snap right. your neck or something. Yep, same thing here. Cool. You have to be crouched down, get behind yep. him, like shake something, and then you snap his neck, and it's really kind of visceral and cool. Um, but yeah, otherwise you have to, you have to just twist the Wii shit. remote like you're snapping a neck. No, if only, if only. I think you shake the nunchuck. I play it on the classic controller pro though, which is the way to go. Uh, but no, it's a, it's a great game. And the multiplayer, the local multiplayer is fun, but it feels like the maps are too small and you're constantly spawning within eyesight of each other. But I know, I I, I know yeah. that's like kind of your big complaint with the local multiplayer. But isn't that kind of good that that like you're not running around aimlessly looking for people and it keeps it you know keeps the pace of the game up. Sort of, but I was playing with two people at a time, and with four people at a time, I mean, it would just be constant shooting. Like, you'd all be killing each other thing? all the time. I don't know. In the yeah. first, in the, in, in the N64 Goldeneye, what was kind of cool is that you'd look around for people, right? So when you find somebody, you hit the testosterone. Part of the fun of a competitive shooter is the hide-and-seek element. I mean, yeah. the shooting right. part is fun, too, but hide-and-seek is also part of that game. I mean, to, to a certain extent. Oh, definitely. That's what I like about it. And, yeah, you could you could still engineer small maps and have it be so that you're yeah. not getting spawn camped all the time, or yeah. not spawn camped. Like, but, so Zach, you know. Zach, you were saying you're playing this with a classic controller pro, which I find interesting because a lot of a lot of Wii uh, fans tend to claim that the pointer controls are the way to play first-person shooters, and likewise, a lot of um, maybe more traditional uh, gamers would argue the exact opposite. They say, I don't want to play a shooter on the Wii. I, I want my dual analogs. So right. I'm guessing you stand in, in the dual analog camp then. It's only because I've been playing a lot of Modern Warfare 2 online lately. Okay. So it transfers over very easily to the Class Control yeah. Pro. But I did play oh. the single player with the Wii Remote and Nunchuck, and it works fine. Um, it, the aiming's just like, you know, like Metroid Prime 3. It's responsive and... Yeah, and I know yeah, there's, there's a whole cadre of options of how you can yeah. tweak the controls. Okay. Uh, the only thing I'm that just sucks, curious because I, I the only thing that sucks about the Class Controller Pro is that to vault over things or run, you have to press up on the left stick and down on the D-pad. That's weird. Like imagine That's doing that. Um, kind of bizarre. And with the with the, like, the local and the online multiplayer, are, are the maps the same? or Are they completely different? Yes. No, they're the same. Okay. But they're bigger. So, they're, I think they're bigger when I play online. 
They feel that, that would be cool if, like, maybe there was the option to use the bigger online maps if that's the case in local. Yeah, I wonder that would about solve that. Your, your complaint, I'd imagine. I wonder. I wonder if it gets bigger if you get all four people playing. Yeah. I only have hmm. I only have two Wii remotes, so you know I don't really have any friends. Oh. Um, so you, you, you're having that problem with only two people? Yes. Like playing locally, that's horrible. That means yeah. that someone. Well, it just might mean that the map you know, scales to how many people play. Well, it, still, it also ultimately means that I mean, they're I, not I remember managing their spawns correctly. When I was yeah. at, I went to when I went to New York Comic Con, <clears throat> Goldeneye was there playable, and because I got to go to the, the fancy little media hour and uh. Someone else that I knew, we, we went and played GoldenEye Wii and played a lot of the multiplayer levels, and we would run into problems where it would be like, you know, I'd kill him, and then he'd spawn right in front of me, and either he'd get the jump on me, or I'd get the jump on him, and, I mean, that's not uh, really... I yeah. hate I hate when you spawn and die. I don't mind if it's right. like, you spawn, run to the next room, and there's a dude there, but when you just spawn and someone's there to shoot you, I hate that. Yeah. There should always be enough space or, you know, geometry to... L- allow each player to have equal advantage. You know, sure, right. someone can hide somewhere convenient, but you should be on, you know, at the same level when you're going. It's a really into delicate a shootout. Yeah, I was able to play uh, online with two people from the forums, and it was really fun. I mean, online yeah. is just fun anyway, but it was. It's always fun playing with people who you, at least you know who they well, are. It's, it's funny you should mention that, Zach, so, because uh, we we are going to have a I guess a site Wi-Fi night for Goldeneye Wii. So Zach, you said it's um, structurally similar to a Call of Duty game. Is that does that also extend to the multiplayer? Oh, exactly like Call of Duty. Really? Online? Oh yeah. Did they go? Did they go with uh, how Black Ops is structured, and you can I haven't purchase that your yet. weapon upgrades? Yes. You, okay, so you in get, Black Ops, no, you get you, weapon upgrades by leveling up. Okay, but do you choose which weapons you get, or is it a set? It's a set. I like at level 19, ten, you unlock the, oh, okay. this. At level, you know, at level fifteen, you unlock this. Right. Uh, but, Neil, go into the Wi-Fi night. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, we're going to have giveaways. We're going to have uh, GoldenEye DS and Bloodstone DS to give away during it. We're not really sure how. Zach and I need to figure that out. And we're also going to have, like, uh, apparently the copy of GoldenEye that we got also came with uh, the, the Odd Job Cheater shirt, where it's like Odd Job's hat and it says Cheater <laughs> underneath it. So we'll get rid of that, too. <laughs> he is uh, in the game, by the way, and he can throw his hat. Yeah. The one uh, he killed is cool. There. It is kind of cheap, but it's cool. Yeah. Does it do like a bullet time thing, or is it? No, he just has it? his hat and he throws it and you die. It's it's a good challenge oh. to try to get the hat timing down, so you can just go through and mow That's people true. down. Hat timing is always critical. Yes. My favorite, I think my my best story for online so far has been uh, there's a mode called Golden Gun where one gun in the game is Golden Gun. It's one hit kill. Uh, but as soon right. as you yeah. shoot once, you have to reload. But yep. I got the golden gun on this one map, and I uh, I was killing people left and right, just like six dudes in a row. And then um, and then somebody killed me and took it, and they go and hide under a building. They're all crouched under a building, and I see them under there. So I throw a grenade under the building and blow them up. And then I go take the gun back, and I hide under there and shoot people in the knees. So great. <laughs> All right, so uh, you got another game? A great story, Zach. Yeah, why not? Uh, Poke Park is Zach, so what else you been playing? fun. So fun. Yeah, you love uh, the crap out of this game. What's up with that? So I have no idea what the hell this is. I didn't either. It's here's what it is. It's first off, it's a game for babies. 
And, <laughs> and, and, and we write for a Nintendo site. That shouldn't be a big deal, right? Exactly. <laughs> so imagine you're, there's like a big three-dimensional grassy field, all right? And your Pikachu, Flower. your Pikachu is 3D. It's beautiful. And your mm -hmm. Pikachu, and there are a bunch of random Pokemon just walking around. And you go up to one. You go up to, like, Hopip. And you say, hi, Hopip. And Hopip says, hey, do you want to be my friend? And you're like, sure. And she says, do you want to play chase with me? And you're like, oh, hell yeah. So she runs, <laughs> and you press one repeatedly to do dash until you hit her and knock her over. And then she's like, we're friends. And Pikachu dances. Zach. <laughs> This does not sound fun. And then, in, I, addition, I'm to, sorry. in addition to Chase, there's Hide and Seek. Uh, uh -huh. Three question quiz. In, in the grassy field? In the grassy field. Well, they hide behind That's trees. It's got to be and really stuff. challenging. Hey, it's challenging when it's <laughs> Oddish, man. Oddish is fucking tough. Um, mm. And then uh, there's also Battle. Or is it like real Pokemon where they just disappear and you pace about until they pop up? <laughs> no, they're always around. In fact, you can play the same game with them again and then get them to be best friends with you oh shit dude hell yeah. i remember i remember things? playing this at e3 and uh i would think i went up to a feral gator and then you had like a, a real-time battle where like you had like two moves and then feral gator just fucked my shit up because i'm sorry like little pikachu with his fucking like thundershock and maybe a tackle is not gonna like match up against a dude with like hydro yeah. pump or whatever like feral gator just had his number <clears throat> So, Zach, please tell me the third minigame is mating. The, the third <laughs> minigame is fighting. Viva <laughs> Pinata. Yeah, oh, exactly. No, the fighting is okay, actually so. kind of fun because there's a little. Yeah, because that's, that's power a, up your the attacks. real time stuff, right? Yeah, it's real time battle. And, like, you have Iron Tail and Dash and Thunderbolt. And uh, okay. you can mess their shit up. And it's fun. And, and you collect berries as currency. And uh, you play. There, there are a whole other branch of minigames called Attractions because it's a park. And the attractions right. are things like, like there's a variation on Breakout, and uh, let's see, what else? So, there's a little marathon where you shake the remote to go faster, you know, things like that. Did anyone ever play Pokemon Channel? Or by play Pokemon Channel, I mean watch it. Because uh, I, I used to do video game programs at uh, the library that I worked at at high school, and someone brought that one time. Like, it was like his younger brother had it, and we played it, and it's basically just like, you watch Pokemon cartoons, like not even like the real oh, cartoon shows, like like really really shitty, low budget, like like made for a budget title cartoons. And the way to progress mm -hmm. the game is to watch it to completion, and then you unlock like more videos. But the well, challenge of the game is that you need to actually sit through the entire video, or else then you, you can't watch <laughs> the next one. That sounds huh. challenging. It's a you know, one of our long time game. dreams has um has been, like, a big open-world Pokemon game. That's yeah. what this where is, sort of. the <clears throat> No, but, like, where you're the trainer and oh. the battles actually play out in the environment that you're standing I, in. I think we've all and, like, been waiting for that. And, you can see Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And this doesn't look like it. No, this is so fun! But if it wasn't made for babies, I think this game could be really, really cool. But as it stands, like, there will just be the occasional random person like Zack who find some magical love in this game, and everyone else will just kind of be like, well, fuck that. Is this a full-on retail game? Yes, yeah. it is. $50. Like, this is a... 
Oh, see, I was I was considering it were it to be WiiWare. Yeah, exactly. I would have already downloaded it. I would it actually, yeah, I would get it right now because the world looks nice. Yeah. Well, look, half the fun yeah. is half the fun is like you you do a chase with a McCrow, and he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm your friend. Oh, look, my friend uh, a Hunchcrow just showed up, and then it'll say Hunchcrow uh, came to play in the Poker Park, and you're like, oh fuck yes, Hunchcrow. So you go and find him, and he fights you, and, you know, it's just half the magic is finding all the Pokemon you know and love. Yeah, and, they're and that's in, only half of the magic. It is, and they're in 3D, you know, and it's so cool. And then the It seems more, to me that in the... Sorry, sorry, go ahead. The more friends you have, the bigger your treehouse gets, and, oh, it's so cool. It seems to me that, like, the Pokemon <laughs> franchise has a real... Solid history of releasing spin-off titles about the blandest shit in the world. Dude, Pokemon <laughs> like, Snap is a gem. You shut your mouth. Yeah, Pokemon Snap. Now, I've never played Pokemon Snap, and I know that a lot of people have really good things to say Dude, about it. Dude, spend the ten dollars on the virtual console version. It is an awesome. I'm, game. I may do that. I've heard enough good things about it. But photography game, a game where you run around in a park and chase them to make friends. Hey, you Pikachu, the Pokemon Channel. Apparently, like, Pokemon Snap. Uh, sorry, to Pokemon get Rumble too. I'm just saying, like, am I am I imagining things, or is the Pokemon franchise like really become becoming known for these really bizarre sort of almost you know, half of a game kind of spinoffs? You know what I'm imagining? An open world Pokemon Snap. Yeah, that yeah. would be cool. Well, I mean, like Pokemon Snap game. Pokemon yeah. Snap wasn't even a Pokemon game originally. I think there was an Iwata asks with uh, about what is the goal of Pokemon about, Snap? Someone, someone, tell me what you, you do. Take in pictures Snap. of Pokemon. You snap you want, them all. Yeah, you want to take good pictures of Pokemon, and like you're on this like car have, that goes on a track. track. Yeah, and there's way that you can interact. Like for instance, like you have to like wake throwing up the Snorlax, throwing yeah. apples, yeah. throwing pester balls, playing yeah. the Poke flute. Yeah. You can oh, get man. different Pokemon. Actually, that would be things, that would be cool if they just added that element to the. The other imaginary open world Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you see a Pokemon in the distance that you're, is way too tough to. You fight, could get like PT points. You could get PP like in Dead Rising. Oh shit! Yeah, Dead Rising. So are there Pokemon. multiple environments, or does the whole game take place in that, that jungle kind of? There, in, no, in Pokemon it, Snap. You mean Snap or this? No, he, he he's talking Snap. about Poke Park. Oh, okay. Poke oh. Park takes place in five different environments. No, I was referring more to Pokemon Snap because oh, I'm trying to like. I think Poke- Pokemon Snap too. also yeah. takes place in five different environments. And then there's a bonus okay. stage at the end where it's just Mew. Yeah, players okay. can enjoy five different environments. I may, <laughs> I may have to take you guys up on Pokemon Snap because I have been trying for a long time to figure out why exactly it is everyone seems to like the game. When to me, oh, it sounds it's, like it's it's really fun, Andy. It I was yeah. it's, it's, it's not super long no. though, but for ten bucks, it's definitely worth it. Do you guys remember the actually, blockbuster you know booths where you could print out pictures that you took in Pokemon Snap? Yeah, you can post. Does that your... game have any kind of Game Boy printer compatibility? Am I crazy? No, no, it's an N sixty four game. I know, but I thought maybe there was like a connectivity deal going on there. Well, there. What we're talking about is there's a connectivity thing where you take your cartridge into Blockbuster, and they'd have a booth okay. where you could plug your cartridge in and select the photos that you thought were really fantastic, and it would print out stickers. Of that photo. I remember I remember that. I think I was mixing that up with the Game Boy printer. Oh, okay. Um, and then in, in Pokemon Snap on Virtual Console, you can actually post your pictures to the message board. Right, that's right. right. Oh, shit, really? Which I did one time. And Ooh, then I'm never buy it, it right after this. <laughs> There's some really good moments in that game. Like when you free uh, Moltres from the volcano, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So that's so enough Nathan, of that. So is, is that about all you had to say about Pocket Park? Is I love that game, but none of you people apparently do. I, if it, well, were, I if it was a WiiWare game, I'd be all over it. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I've I've written that I've been playing Ben 10 Wii. Uh, Did you get over that step? Honest, No. <laughs> no, I, I haven't gotten None of his alien far. forms will help you get over a step. All right. I went through all the alien forms. All of them. So I you're just at the beginning it. of the game, and there's a literal step that you have to get over, and you can't get Literally over Literally a step that I have to get over. This might be a bug or something. Have you tried, I don't know. Have you tried going to GameFAQs.com? It's a Ben What's 10 that? game, dude. It's not going to be up there. <laughs> yeah. It's in, like, the first two seconds of the game, too. Maybe I missed some dialogue or something, or I'm have you Have you spent fourteen ninety nine on the Prima Ben 10 I, I doubt strategy, guys? <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. You Maybe probably that's should the go solution. do that. Yeah, Maybe uh, do a, do a search on YouTube.com for Let's Play Ben 10 <laughs> Ultimate Wii version. Okay, and and the the second part of why I haven't gotten past this probably very simple problem Super is that I've just boy. been completely completely swamped. No, with uh, midterms <sighs> oh, okay. and a engineering conference this weekend that Shit, went the whole man. time. So Fun. yeah, I, I've been busy with that. Um, but but I would just like to say that Star Fox Assault. Is a is just a completely fucking wonderful multiplayer game. I agree. Are we really um, talking about? I held my tongue on RFN. On RFN, I didn't want to start a stink. I didn't want Lindy to laugh at me in front of everyone. Aww. But uh, I know. Um, but but here in my own home, I can say, yeah, I, I loved Assault. No, no I mean the good. multiplayer the, in that game is wonderful. It, it's great, and you can customize so many facets yep. of it, and you can. They're so fast paced and. It, or, you know, if you don't want them to be, you can have these protracted nuclear missile battles. I don't know if you ever use that, the nuke yeah. weapon. Nuclear. But I would always, I would, nuclear. I would always play on the uh, the pyramid, like the Mayan pyramid yeah. map. And uh, one friend would stand in one pyramid and the other would stand in another. <laughs> and we would launch the nukes <laughs> out of the tops of the pyramid. And it was really tricky and try to hit the other person. It was just. I, I remember actually doing something fantastic. very similar. <laughs> yeah, and if you were good enough, you could, you know, blow up their nuke midair yep. and stuff, and yeah. No, it was great. Or we'd, you know, play some sort of weird variant on that where the third player would run around and try and do stuff while they are constantly barraged by nukes. Yeah. And the jetpack battles were really fun, Yep. especially on the indoor maps where you're yeah. with the multiple floor ones. Yeah. It's, I love that game. So much fun. Yeah, I mean the single player. The single player isn't isn't as good as like Star Fox sixty four, but I think it gets a lot. Right, more, I wouldn't. It gets I wouldn't a, say a the, lot more shit than I think it deserves because you know. I what? wouldn't say that the single player was anything special. Yeah, but I it's did, it's not I bad. I really enjoyed when Peppy tried to kill himself. Yeah, and then that he's just like, I'm back, guys. Highlight. Yeah, but God, when he did it, it was so majestic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just watching his ship careen into that. And shield, Rob was in there and, oh. too, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it it was a moment. And yeah, I guess the gameplay in the single player didn't really stand out. The there were those bigger maps bad, where you were but... just running. Or, yeah, I'm thinking of Corneria, where the one where you're running around on top of those uh, structures. Yeah, and like constantly falling off because things were shooting you. That that was not a good time. But I, I really enjoy the multiplayer. I think it it stands out as probably my favorite multiplayer experience on the GameCube. So it's definitely up that. there. It's not it's not going to take down melee, but. It, it's for there. me, it does. But yeah. While we're off topic, uh, on that particular off topic, the mm. multiplayer mm. in Pikmin 2 is fantastic. I never played oh, that. Oh, you know what? That is that is another good one. But the the reason I 
I say Star Fox trumps it is just because of the pure hatred that Pikmin 2 can curry between two good friends. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you ever got stuck in, you know, like, the, the accusations of screen looking, the the hatred of the other uh, person. I, that, I really yeah. wish they'd, they'd release new play control Pikmin 2. I agree. Oh, same here. I was so bummed that they stopped at Pikmin 1. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's move on to uh, to Neil. All right, so yeah. uh, I'm going to kind of run down mine quickly. Uh, GoldenEye DS and Bloodstone DS, uh, two James Bond games, both made by Enspace that came out on the same What's day. What's the deal with that? I don't know. It's like, if you think about it, there's three Enspace DS games coming out within a week span because mm-hmm. Call of Duty Black Ops came out this past Tuesday, and these games came out the week before. Like, that's just, like, stupid. Right. But So what's the difference? Uh, GoldenEye DS is a first-person shooter, and Bloodstone DS is a third-person shooter. I believe oh, they're made on, by on the, the same DS? team. Yeah. Um, but GoldenEye DS is it's a lot of fun. Uh, that's the one I've played the most of so far. I, I kind of blazed through the single-player. And, you know, it's it's kind of like, I guess it's probably the DS equivalent of GoldenEye Way, where, you know, there's some Bond aspects to it, like whether you're a little more stealthy um, but it's still that really directed, like, kind of cinematic Call of Duty experience, and it controls well. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to go online with it, though, but there is a six-player online multiplayer, and there's also multi-card, mm. but that's never going to fucking happen. No. Um, and no. Bloodstone no. DS, I haven't played... I have, I'm only, like, two two levels into it, but the controls work pretty well with a third-person shooter. It's a, it's a little awkward, but that's also more because I have to play it right-handed, because... My R shoulder button, my right shoulder button is kind of busted. So in order to shoot, you have to use the shoulder buttons. So I have to play it right-handed instead of left-handed. Oh. Uh, I'm kind of overcoming that. Are you playing on DS Lite? What? Are you playing on a DS Lite? No, DSi. DSi. Oh, your DSi, of course. Um, yeah, because my Lite had a busted shoulder button, too. But I don't know if that just comes from how we put it in our pocket or what. I, I mean, I, I think you're the one who told me that it had something to do with putting it in our pocket. But, I mean, if it gets really bad, I actually... I had where both shoulder buttons were completely broken back in May, and I, you know, Ugh. did the repair thing with Nintendo and got it back from when I filled out the repair order. I or like I made the order for the repair on a Friday, and then I think mm-hmm. the next Friday I got it back. Like I shipped it oh, out yeah, on Nintendo's Monday great about and that. got it back on Friday, and I was I was amazed. I had the broken hinge, and yeah, I got that taken care of really quick. Yep. And actually, they just sent me a new one and asked me to send mine back. I don't oh, know that's if awesome. the lady was crazy or yeah. I got I got back. my same one back. I think they ju- they just tinkered with it to fix it. Mm. But and I nice. um the other game that I'm going to go over quickly um is Star Wars Force Unleashed two for Wii, which I put a little time into. I I got it the other day and uh, sat down with it, and it seems kind of cool. Uh, it's kind of a button masher, but because it's, mm. it's it's not but it's not like a a waggle waggle fest. Because the button mashing, like you hit, I think it's like B's jump and A's lightsaber attack. There's force moves. Um, you... Well, it's pretty much God of Star Wars, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, it's fun though. Like I'm, I'm having fun with it. But I hope there's some more gameplay variation later in the game, or else then it's gonna get stale quickly. What I'm most looking I... forward to with that game is the Super Smash Brothers esque multiplayer mode. That I was saddened to find out that. Most of it is locked when you first get the game. So, like, I can't yeah. play as Boba Fett oh, or Vader. I, I have to play through that. the fucking game first. Because uh, I just wanted to dive into that with some friends the other day. I'm glad I didn't, because right. I would have been annoyed. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I hate when people lock away multiplayer stuff. Yep. 
That was a problem in Star Fox Assault. Yeah, it was because you could get Wolf and stuff like that. Had to w- yeah, and the jetpack. Yeah, yeah. so long. <laughs> that was a problem in uh in in WarioWare Smooth Moves. It's yes, like the, the multiplayer worst game to lock away a multiplayer <sighs> in. Jesus, I was gonna bring it over to my friend's house, like uh like he was having a party like uh over the summer. I was gonna bring it over, and then mm-hmm. I was just like, nah, dude, we'd have to play through the single player, and I'm not gonna bring over my Wii. That's stupid. Right. Yeah. Right. F but. that. Yeah. And it sucks for disc-based games, because if you just want to bring your disc over yeah. to someone's house, yeah. it's like, no, 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 got to bring the whole damn... Well, you, can bring over a, over. you can bring over an SD card, but then it's still kind of awkward, because you have to load the game yeah. first on the Wii, and then go right. erase their save file and copy yours well, it, over. It's an extra layer of complication yeah. that doesn't need to be there. It's not like the ease of a memory yeah. card. Hmm. No. But, yeah, that's all I got. Um, I should be reviewing Epic Mickey soon, so that's, that's cool. Right. We're getting really fucking early. Um, excited. I'm excited for that whenever excited. I get that. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah, um, yeah. next show, I should be talking about it, I think. Nice. I imagine it's going to be pretty epic. I I, mm. I think Mickey might be in it, too. Fantastic. Nice. Whoa. Andy. Yes. WWE SmackDown versus Raw. Uh, 2011, which uh, hasn't started yet, but all the sports games are out for it. Um so yeah, I uh, got actually I just got this today, so I've really only put a couple hours into it. Um, you know, if you've played a SmackDown versus Raw game, there's nothing here that's going to surprise you. Uh, this is my first one in a while. I used to be I used to be way more into wrestling than anybody ever should be, to be perfectly honest. Um, and I played a lot of uh, like the the N64 and GameCube wrestling games, and then I kind of trailed off. Um, so this is my first wrestling game, my first current wrestling game in a long time. I have no idea who at least half the people are, <laughs> which is probably still more than I should know. Um, I'm kind of enjoying uh, what they've done with the, the the wrestling game since since my heyday back in like 99, 2000, 2001. Uh, one of the things that I kind of like when I first booted it up was basically they have they, they basically have two uh, campaign modes. They have the Road to WrestleMania, which is just sort of your storyline mode, which is kind of awful, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, and then they have – they basically just throw you into sort of an, a never-ending – at least what seems to be a never-ending campaign mode where you just sort of – it throws together random – I think random shows for you. It keeps it keeps track of the, the wrestler's stats, like win-loss stats, over every play-now game that you do. Um, and just sort of lets you just kind of make make the story up as you go, I guess. Treat it more like an actual like um, sport. Keeps track of wins, losses. <laughs> keeps track of keeps track of who has the championship belts and who the number one contenders are for the championship belts. Keeps track of all the different factions, and you can rearrange them and customize them. And all that's just like right there at the word go. Like you you get to the main menu for the first time, and it's telling you who the first matchup is, but it also lets you. Um, uh, customize it however you want, change people out or whatever. Nice. It was just really surprising to, to like already be in some sort of like a campaign mode um, that you can com- completely ignore. It's it's 100% optional, like right from the word go, which was really kind of cool. Um, one thing I noticed compared to previous wrestling games, um, going back as recently as SmackDown vs. Raw, uh, like 06 or whatever on PlayStation 2, is that the loading times are way down. Uh, the menu actually feels smooth. Pretty pretty silky smooth compared to the um, the raw games on PlayStation 2, which oftentimes felt like you were swimming while you played it. Like everything you did took you know half a second to, to react. Yeah. Uh, but the 
the the menu system on SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 for the Wii is really fantastic. I was pretty pleasantly surprised by it. And even like the loading times for like the introductory segments when the wrestlers come down to the ring, that's actually pretty pretty quick and pretty smooth. Um, the other, uh, sorry, Neil. Um, is it a is it like a port of the 360 PS3 version, or is it built from the ground up on the Wii or something like that? Uh, I am 100% certain it is. Uh, it is a port mainly because um, of how many times they say high definition and show like the <laughs> WWE HD logo all over the place. Like <laughs> they even tell you, like the announcers tell you that Raw is in high definition. Like it's all over <laughs> the place. It's it's great. Every <laughs> third just every, a every, every lie on this game. Oh, yeah, God. it's that like really every, every third idea communicated in this game is that you're watching it in high definition, uh, which is just really entertaining for me for, what a personally. Um, some of the, the graphics are really fantastic. Uh, there are some, there are some incredibly ugly textures. Andy, um, would you say they're HD? Uh, yeah, they're they are as high of a definition one could expect from a non-high definition system. Um, especially the wrestlers themselves. Like some of them don't look quite like exactly dead on to the person, but some of them are really creepily realistic looking. Like they did a really good job with with a, a lot of them. Um, the the storyline mode, the Road to WrestleMania mode, is a lot more fleshed out than the last time I tried to play through one of the wrestling game storyline modes. Like, back when I used to play it on, like, PS2 and GameCube, it was a lot more of, like, a menu-based thing where they had some backstage cutscenes, and then you just went into a menu and, and played a game. Maybe there was a maybe there was a cutscene in, in front of the match or something like that, but... Now it's got like a full-blown locker room interface backstage, kind of like you, you run your wrestler around a locker room, talk to people. Um, the problem is that the controls are for that are really bad, mainly the camera controls. It, like the camera is incredibly zoomed in. So even though you have a mini-map in the, in the corner of the screen, it's really hard to tell where you're going. Like it just you have no perspective for what direction your character is facing. It's really weird and bizarre. It's also kind of weird that um, your the, the the locker room and backstage area uh, looks the same before every section of the storyline, but they make a point of telling you what city you're in when you start each like stage of the multiplayer. Like now I'm in Washington D.C. Now I'm in Wichita, Kansas, but the locker room looks exactly the same. <laughs> well, you know, all the arenas are the same. It's a cookie. Yeah, it's that's a that's a well-known fact actually. Regulation. Every every arena is regulation uh, regulation <laughs> size. And I don't know. It, it's kind of fun, if a little broken in the exploration, if you want to call it that, segments. Uh, one of the things that you, the the road to WrestleMania is kind of broken out into like about six or five or six different like mini campaigns um, that are. I I think I, I'm not sure because like I said, I haven't watched wrestling in probably about going on ten years at this point. Um, but I'm pretty sure if, if if memory serves, these things are always meant to be sort of a a very close recreation of what you saw on TV if you watched. Um, for instance, the one that I picked right now is like the 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 Undertaker is undefeated at WrestleMania, and you're playing a character trying to beat him for the first time and end his winning streak. Um, so the Undertaker is like this supernatural character who always pulls weird crap on TV, like the lights go out and then, oh my god, suddenly he's in the ring. or They're, they're always kind of straddling. They're always kind of straddling the line with The Undertaker in terms of, like, now he's just, like, a badass who rides a motorcycle, but then, like, a year later, like, he has these druid followers, and <laughs> they play, like, they play like the 
the bell toll theme song for him and he's legit evil and it's it's always been sort of you know bizarre to begin with they always try to really really push what little believability they could possibly have when it comes to the undertaker so in my little mini campaign mode apparently in the video game version of of this particular storyline they just go balls out crazy (laughs) Um, i was told by another wrestler who is uh kane who i believe has history with the undertaker that i have to use an urn to collect little clouds of pink dust floating around the locker room that are meant to represent lost souls. <laughs> and once I have wow. all, like, ten of the lost souls, I have to be prepared for what happens next, he said. But he didn't clarify. And then one 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 time I, I got to the locker room, uh, and I was sent home by my boss because I didn't look well. But before I could leave the, leave the arena, I blacked out. And then the locker room turned evil. And the <laughs> camera, which was already broken to begin with, is tilted to the side, like... So what little what little like context of where I was going was completely lost, and there was all these little anonymous druids everywhere. And I walked to the <laughs> ring and had to fight fifteen identical anonymous druids in a Royal Rumble match with the entire crowd being all anonymous druids. And like, holy shit, this is crazy! <laughs> like, for all the bullshit wrestling gets away with on TV, this is like two levels, two to three complete levels beyond whatever insane bullshit Vince McMahon has been dreaming up. Like it's just completely crazy. Uh, but you know, it's the wrestling, the wrestling part itself is pretty fun. I <laughs> mean, they've, they've been getting, they've been getting the wrestling right in these games for a long time. It's, it's never really been a problem They they, they change the controls up a little bit. And this is my first time playing it on the Wii, but I can just tell like the, the way, the way the controls work is, is a little different. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's stupid. Uh, it's a little crazy, but it's fun. That sounds fun. So, like one of the one of the already bizarre things about about wrestling in general is how like these people will these grown men will come and like have all Touch their each per- other. have all of their personal <laughs> arguments. Like the most the most angry they ever get happens just once a week in front of like a jillion people. Well, there was on a TV South Park about that recently. Was it really? Yeah, they, they all that. pretended to be wrestlers, but they'd never wrestle. They just have these big, long <laughs> arguments like soap opera stuff. Well, I mean, it's like these guys are – these wrestlers are pretending to be super, super mad, but they're only really, really mad one day a week, and they're only, <laughs> only, they only get mad when either there's a camera on them or they've decided to grandiosely spend five minutes walking to the center of the arena to grab a microphone. <laughs> well, I mean, um, well, that, that's because – so theatrical like i mean i'm not that's all it is i i was i was kind of into wrestling when i was in like sixth grade or something but um when like looking at it now like i'm impressed by the i guess the ability of the people who are in wrestling to be actors and also beat the shit out of each other and not actually beat the (laughs) shit out of each other it's just angry acting anyways i'm not saying i'm not saying their acting is good but they are all playing characters some super super ridiculous yeah it's. I mean, it, it takes. It's. It's really hard to do, and it's impressive. In all honesty, the point I was getting to is that on TV, you kind of just you, you take it for row. I mean, that's what happens on wrestling. They come out, they have their arguments on every Monday night, and then they go back to being, you know, normal people until next Monday. Um, but the weird thing about reliving that in a video game, especially with all of the perform, and there's tons of dialogue in this game. Like it's. The entire thing is is, cool. is acted out, which is great. And then they are the actual voices. I think yes. they are. 
Um, I know most of them are. There's one that I'm really convinced is maybe not real, but I guess what I'm getting at is these characters, when they're in a sound studio, away from like the whatever magic is on television, these people sound so ungodly fake in their characters. <laughs> the same characters that I watched for years in college and whatnot. Like, and I believed them when they would come out on, in, on a microphone in front of a crowd and they would do their shtick, and I totally bought into it. When they get behind a like in a sound studio and there's no ambient noise to right. like kind of like hype it up a little bit. Well, also it is they you so know they hard can't to feed buy. off the crowd. Yeah, and yeah. no yeah. excitement going on. They're probably not used to that kind of acting. It literally has know. the vibe of an audiobook. Like that's <laughs> that's what it feels like. It's like a wrestling character interpretation of an audiobook. It's you can't talk to me like that. Yeah, and that's what I imagine. And, like, that sounds okay in front of a screaming crowd in the middle of a ring with a microphone. Just because that's what wrestling is and you've come to expect it, man, you mm. put that in a, in a recording booth and it sounds so bad. You know what would be like, really oh, better man. if they just used the, uh, the the dude who does the voiceover for the scenes in Kirby as, as the voice for Yes, wrestling? hell yes. Yeah, and then have, have the, other wrestler be, uh, the other wrestler will be uh, Stephen Fry. Yeah. There you go. Oh, and great. Steve Brule. Uh, Steve Brule will be another one. Let's get Picard. Let's get Picard. Tommy Wiseau. Picard. Tommy Lee Jones. Eh. <laughs> Tommy Jones Lee. Outhouse, handhouse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Bill Clinton. All right. Why don't we Why don't we hand this segment off to Neil? All right. Let's Let's do news. some news and let's do it briskly. Um. First up, mm. WeWear mm, demos brisk. are coming back. Uh, came In from Europe. a rumor. And then was confirmed for Europe. Um, I don't know if it's out, if it's launched in Europe yet. I, I think it has actually. Um, but they've got four demos: Furry Legends, Jet Rocket, Zombie Panic in Wonderland, and Through Space. All four games. Well, I, I hope actually they enjoy them for like the entire month. That yeah, they use um, them, right? she's so gonna get to download that. them. Yeah, because what it's gonna do is all the demos are limited, so you can only download them for a limited right. time only, and then they will replace it with four more games. So oh, wow. it's like they're coming up. I mean, at least they're continuing it, but they're still doing it in such an ass backwards way that it's like, I don't yeah. understand the limitation where yeah. they put it on a hard drive somewhere and it just sits there. They can afford it. I don't know yeah. why they just can't have demos. Of they have to be different than and everyone else. It's so I, stupid. I very much welcome has these. an encyclopedic encyclopedic library of demos. You can just go through every genre is yeah. represented. It's so dumb. I mean, in all honesty, I, I welcome it because it, all really? four of these games, I mean, or I don't welcome the, the shitty nature of it, but I welcome <laughs> the demos coming back because all four of the games that are out in Europe are all games that I heard about and was just like, well, that sounds kind of cool, but I don't mm -hmm. feel like spending the money. And I would really well, like to play a demo for each of these games, and then I might end up buying one I guess one it's or a good thing we live in Europe. Yeah, whenever the, whenever the hell this happens. Yeah. Uh, it annoys me. I'm sorry. I'm annoyed. Yeah, I think yeah, we are all annoyed. Dogs um, keep busting in this room. Sons of bitches. <laughs> oh, oh, that's but speaking of dogs, um, Donkey Kong Returns, uh, Donkey Kong Country uh, Returns, is going to feature what? a super guide. Um, of course. Apparently you can call upon Super Kong, who's a new member of the Kong family. Uh, oh, I guess oh, that's yeah, cool. awesome line in the rap. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if the rap is coming. It, if the rap comes back on this game, it, it might be the best game ever but <laughs> uh but this is actually a case where the super guide seems like it has a has a reason to be there more more so than right. in super mario brothers way because this game looks hard as fuck 
That's why it should not be in there. There are those that struggle with new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, well, when you have all those people there. No, No, um, with uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii and how you would play it with other people and they just all die, I've had the same problem. Yeah, Yeah. I was just playing with one person and they kept dying over and over and over and Uh over. Yeah. Will they remain nameless? Yes. Girlfriend. Ah. She'll never hear this. She (laughs) sucks at that game. And she makes me suck at it. All right, let's move down the list. Uh, Crytek UK, (laughs) formerly known as Free Radical Design, uh, known for their work on Time Splitters, Time Splitters 2, Time Splitters Future Perfect, and uh, Haze, unfortunately. Um, I didn't like any of the Time Splitters games. uh, I I really enjoyed all of them, and they are apparently shopping around a Time Splitter sequel. Um, So that's cool. That's good news that Time Splitters 4 might actually come to be after their financial struggles and... So on and so forth. Uh, so Crytek UK used to be Free Radical, but didn't the founders of Free Radical basically come directly from the Goldeneye development team? Yeah. Right. So this is mm. sort of, in a very, very roundabout way, the direct descendant of, of the Goldeneye developer. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, so they're they're shopping it around. They, are they looking for someone now, to make it or publish it? To publish it. Because, I mean, they're a developer because they are, you know, the, the UK right. branch of Crytek. And I guess yeah, yeah. Um, someone in the forums brought up about how, while, why isn't Crytek just going to publish it? And I guess my guess with that is that Crytek was probably like, nah, guys, we're not going to publish a cute little game. We just want you to help out with the multiplayer for Crisis 2. <laughs> So I guess Crytek UK has some kind of autonomy from uh, Crytek. I thought they had some sort of deal going with EA or I don't know. They did, but well, well, Crytek does because I know they have. Uh, yeah. That's what Crisis Two is coming out with it, the EA Partners program. Right. So right. May- maybe EA will possibly uh, pick up Crime Splitters. Uh, pick it up. Not not sure. Are they looking at a a console? Uh, oh, that's right. All Crytek games are going to console launch now. So yeah. Yeah. Right. What are the chances you think we'll see this on the Wii? I think if it well, comes out, we'll see it on Wii. Because I mean, back, back when Time Splitters 4 was in development, it was... Right. I, I think they didn't really have consoles 100% locked down, but they talked specifically about Wii. And, I mean, that's been right. a number of well, years, because uh, when Free Radical, I believe... I, I think... I believe at the end of 2008 is when Free Radical had financial trouble, and that's when Time Splitters 4 was halted in development. But, mm-hmm. I mean, or the Wii successor, I don't know what they would change around at this point. Either way, I, I would very yeah. much enjoy to see this game. I would very much like to see I, this game. To be honest, I don't think we're going to see it on the Wii at all. I, Crytek's current focus is moving their PC tech to the consoles. Yeah, and but if... They've done it on the 360 and the PS3, and, they, and they're... They're repping that pretty hard, the fact that they've got CryEngine running on those. And that but I, I think the thing with that is that that's, that's Crytek proper. And if Crytek's not publishing right. Time Splitters, like the Time Splitter well, sequel, Cry- then Crytek I think... Doesn't publish, Crytek doesn't publish their own well, games. If, if Crytek UK, which might be autonomous from, from the regular they, Crytek... They, ha- they have the Crytek name on them. I think yeah. they're going to have to use the CryEngine. Because Crytek and CryEngine are synonymous. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Time will tell. Um, let's go through some quick hits. Time splitters will yes, tell. Yes, time splitters will tell. Um, Super yes. Meat Boy on WeWare. Fuck. Is this a quick hit? Yes. Uh, there's. Uh, they're not the <sighs> space minimum. They're at uh, 50 megabytes, uh, just shy of the 40 megabyte limit. Um, and I think Super Meat Boy on Xbox Live Arcade is around 90 megs. Um, it yeah. might go to retail and have a little $20 package with some oh, extras, which would be does. cool. Um, um, the, the developer I is called so Epis- I'd actually, I'd actually buy the retail package. I would. I already bought the Xbox One. Yeah. I mean, that I, game's amazing. 
I haven't bought the game at all. Oh, I Andy, don't play it. Get it. I'm Honestly, I'd rather I would rather I would rather play it on retail version of the Wii than I would on Xbox Live Arcade. I, I think really that don't like the idea of a 2D platformer on the Xbox 360. It is amazing, dude. The yeah. the analog stick works just fine for it. In fact, right. I I, prefer I agree. It. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's a lot easier to finesse your jumps because there's a lot of uh, freedom. Yep. In, in your movements while you're in the air, so it, I feel like it's easier to sort of direct myself with that. Yeah. And I mean, I just it's just it's really the PSN or Wii retail. I don't care which one. Just give it to me. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's, it's not one of the PCs, Zach. You should be able to. That, not, that I don't doesn't know if help me at all. You don't have a controller or no. Also, PC my or... my PC can't even run Doom Two because it's too old. Oh, what does that even but... mean? It's too old. Yeah, you can use a PS3 controller on your uh, on, on a Windows machine. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you can. I might do that. Right. All I can say is uh, Super Meat Boy is incredible in every way, shape, and form. It's evil. It's, it's evil, but it's fair. such a great game. Yeah. So what you're saying yeah. is there's no reason whatsoever to wait for a Wii, a Wii version of this, even if you think you no. might prefer the Wii, Wii controller. Oh, I agree. I suppose I can at least I, download I the demo the on Xbox. The controller is a non-issue here, Andy. Yeah. I think part and... of the part of the problem is right now my Xbox is a pain in the ass to get online with because I right. – well, my TV got sent in for repair, so I had to move it to my well, other TV. Which you means... don't really need to play it online, so just download it. You know, it, it takes you can like play it offline. It takes like five to ten minutes of fiddling with my laptop and doing a network mm-hmm. wireless bridge to get my Xbox online at all. Wow, right now. it's worth it. It's worth it. It's just, so good. Just dude. do it. Just do it. It's worth. Yeah, I'll the probably do it. I've, I'm, five I'm only of struggle. I'm only doing that like once or twice a week right now. But the next time right. I hop online to play some football, yeah. I'll, I'll grab the demo. Yeah, grab the demo. You'll probably end up wanting to hook it right back up to get the full game. Yeah, so I, yeah, I would love to see this at retail because I would go right out and buy it again and buy like four copies of it. That's amazing. Just for the just for the chance of if they include anything extra. Yeah, and I'm not even sure why I've been hesitant about it because it kind of sounds like my kind of game, but for some reason my interest hasn't been there yet. It sounds and ridiculous. I don't know really what it is. And maybe yeah, it's, but maybe it's, the it's... aesthetic doesn't appeal to me. Like the whole the, the title, I think never appealed to me. Like hmm. the idea of the title, I think never. To, appealed to be me. honest with you, it not, it didn't appeal to me either. Especially when I saw the character Meat Boy, like that kind of attitude, that sort of garish, over the top. Yeah, exactly. You know, That's yeah, we're indie super Meat Boy. I was kind of like, oh, I don't give a shit about this. But you know, when you actually get into the game, it, it's fun. Have you yeah. have you beaten the boss yeah. called Chad yet? Yes. How fucking funny is that? It, it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there, there's so many little game references. Like each world, there's a very it, like the the first one has a, it's like the Street Fighter two, um, like the the two right. dudes fighting and then it pans up. One of the last ones is a Mega Man two reference, which is awesome. Stop. So good. Stop. Right. Let's move down to uh, I guess a quicker hit. <laughs> Madden NFL Football, which is the name of the 3DS launch title from EA Sports. Oh, um, it's coming from the yeah. North Carolina studio, which I guess they make portable Madden games. Um, Those screenshots look great. Yeah, it looks like they it's going to be really good. It's going to use 3D. It's not going to be fully featured. I mean, it's also oddly coming out in March when the football season is over. Um, well, that's probably why. DS... Did the DS launch in November? It did, yeah. didn't it? Because there was a Madden at DS launch, too. Yep. But uh, it's only going to have a season a mode. Game. But still, I'm 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 anticipating this game. I'm I'm interested to see how it turns out. And I like 3D and I like football. So quarterback mode will be awesome. <laughs> um, 3D. Yeah. Uh, Okami Den is coming out on March 15th, 2011, which 
eerily enough, could be right around when the 3DS comes out. Um, what do you think Capcom's trying to do with having Okami then come out in the middle of the 3DS launch? It's already a niche game, so I don't well, get it. I guess 3DS features. I mean, I think this is a stupid move. Has it come out in Japan yet? Yeah, I think it came out. Yeah, in- you know, the game is already out. Yeah. Are they just having that oh. much trouble localizing it? Yeah. The game's out, isn't it? Yeah, I think it, 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 if it, if it's not out in Japan, it'll be Maybe, out in Japan I, I in like a week. I think they're just having problems launching it, and they had to delay it for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I don't think, think they're trying to position this as competition to anything. I think Okami Den's going to fucking that, die at retail if it, it comes well, out. Oh, yeah. it's going it's it to have to. It's going to have to. Well, I mean, the game is not even yeah. getting that good a buzz right now. Like, that's the one thing the game no. had going for it was the buzz of of Okami. its pre of of its original successor. Yeah. I definitely didn't enjoy what I played of Okami. Yeah, I didn't and, either. And, you know, if you throw this up against the the shiny 3DS launch titles, I'm not going to give a crap at and all. And, I, I mean, it's the kind of game where it's not like people are going to be like, oh, I'm buying a 3DS. Maybe I'll look at other DS games. And, oh, Okami <laughs> Den, because they're not going to play Okami Den. And the people no, that would not. do that aren't no, exactly. going to get it. No. no. And the people no. that would get it are going to be like, well, shit, I'm broke. I can't get another DS game because I just got the 3DS. Exactly. No. No, maybe someone that's hanging. I, what I can envision is some sort of weird fanboy that can't afford a 3DS, but is going to make a big stink about it. So they're <laughs> like, you know, I, I I'm going to get a time. I'm going to hold on to the original <laughs> DS. You you BSers with your 3D, <laughs> screw you. I, uh, yeah, I'm I'll, really enjoying Okami just, right now. I'll buy second oh. gen. Thank you very much. I just yeah. bought uh, yeah. Okami. Believe it or not, at Costco. It's a really good game. Haven't even touched yeah, it, it yet. Play eight hours of it and then stop. Yeah, yeah it's said. way don't, too don't, long, but it's really don't good. Don't play the don't play the second part where it just erupts into another game. I thought <laughs> I thought it was like Zelda. <laughs> it is no, it is, and you play an entire Zelda length game, oh, and see. then it goes. But wait, you're <laughs> not even beginning. And you're like, what? What is it like? A, I thought is I it like a Triforce the... thing. Like go out and get the. It's Triforce? exactly that. It's exa- it's that, but worse, because wow. you beat the final... Oh, s- no, go ahead, I don't give a shit. You it's beat the final boss. I'm not worried about you, I'm worried about the listeners. Oh, okay. Statue of um, Limitations is well off on this game. Yeah, so so you beat the final boss, and it blows up into like multiple pieces, and it's like, oh, now you gotta go kill its soul pieces. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> and, it's, and it's longer than the first part of the game, running dungeons? up to the final boss. Yes. Oh my god! I yeah. mean, it's a good game, and it's it's funny because i've heard this with a lot of people that didn't really get it until the wii where they got it right. and then just didn't touch it because that happened to me where i got it and it was just kind of like i played a little bit of it. i'm like oh this is cool right. and then i picked it up later and really enjoyed it and i think like pedro i really enjoyed it had the same phenomena think, where he got think, it though, if they didn't had, touch it and then loved it i have to if actively make cut it off do it. yeah yeah if they just cut it off it would have been a much better game i think i, have I to agree beat poke park first oh <sighs> All right, moving on. Rock Band 3 Pro Guitar. Uh, it's coming out on March 1st, 2011 for $280. Oh, my God. Uh, way too much. Way too much. I mean, I, I think for what it is, like, I don't really way know. Way too much. It's, it's the kind of thing where, like, even for a guitar, like, at that price, okay, it's a basic guitar, but it also has this, you know, technical wizardry in it. Like, I don't think it's the price... A... I don't think the price is ridiculous, but I still think the price is ridiculous for any person who casually would want to get it. I think they it's will a niche sell out product. of it. They will sell out of this because there are enough hardcore rock band fans that will slobber all over exactly. this. Exactly. I don't think it's. I, think, I don't think the prices. Another, uh, they'll never make more. 
I don't think the price is that unreasonable because I don't think that many people will want this. Exactly. No, honestly. that's true, but it's probably in line with demand. But you look at like how much it costs to get a basic guitar. Like if I just want to go out and get a shit little mini that probably gets the same kind of sound that this thing does, it's going to cost me like 90 bucks. Yeah. This is yeah. this is triple the cost, and I could get a much better guitar for that money. And I know that this syncs with your game, but at the same time, like, if you're that into the guitar, you're just going to want to get a real guitar. Yeah. It's not, that doesn't hold but any value But it is a real guitar. I, it is a real guitar, Nate. Don't you get it? Yeah, but it's a, a real guitar that's also crappy. Yeah, can you plug it like, into, like, an so amp and actually play yeah, you can, it like you a can, guitar? Yeah. You can plug it into an that's amp. That's kind of cool. But here's the a, here's a deal. Like, I don't want to... You could I don't just want buy my a guitar. game controller to also be my guitar. Right. Yeah. You just buy a guitar, and you know it's not going to sound as good as other guitars, and it's tiny, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I find myself losing interest in Rock Band Three now that it's out. Like I was kind of looking forward to it, but now that it's out, like, in fact, the other day when I heard about uh, Rock Band DLC. Neil, you're talking about this on Twitter. Yeah. The idea that all future DLC for Rock Band, which has been known over. since June, by the way, internet. I, I don't know why I people are reporting it. June. I I didn't realize this until just the other day, um, but like honestly, like that kind of you'd think that would have the opposite effect. It would get me more excited about Rock Band three, but really, it just kind of even more just kind of killed my enthusiasm because See, honestly, I'm playing Rock Band two like maybe once every three or four months yeah. as it is. And the only thing, the only thing that tur- gets me to turn Rock Band back on is when I see a piece of DLC that I like. See, and my now, thing is what, that's not going to happen. I don't see the big issue as far as having Rock Band Three DLC be only for or all DLC from now on only being compatible for Rock Band Three because really, Rock Band Three is leaps and bounds better than the previous game. It's like running on a new engine Ow. and shit. It, How is it leaps and leaps and bound better if I'm not going to get the like promo? The same stuff. game with a keytar. Yeah, well, no, that's but the, thing. Just, the like, interface and the setup of the game. Is a lot better, and it's, that it's also a with the core it's game. a new engine. Yeah, but how is that new engine? You're still like, from strumming a based standpoint? on notes to slide down the screen. It yeah. may be a new engine, and maybe the interface to get into the game is drastically improved. I, I totally, totally buy that. Once you're in the game, once you're actually playing the game, how different is it really? I mean, you're still strumming a, 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 a track, a, no, a note track. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, just like, as far it, as as far as why the DLC doesn't work is because you know. They have the keyboards and stuff, and probably removing that functionality to have mm-hmm. it work back and forth would not be worth it. I'm not convinced yet. It's not it, a business decision, and that makes me. It, angry. it comes. It comes back to that. This the music game business is driven through peripherals. Yep. So like they have to get people to upgrade. They have to get those new peripherals out and sell them. And yeah, I. I mean, I, I'm, I've personally, I've been loving Rock Band Three. I mean, I'm not. I'm not playing with the fever that I played the original Rock Band with. But I've definitely been playing playing it a lot more than I played Rock Band Two over the past year, and yeah, and I, I've I've been really enjoying it. I it's it's rejuvenated my love for the franchise. I've been playing it with friends more often, and the keyboard thing. While I don't think I would really recommend it for everyone, I I enjoy the keyboard. I think it's really cool. I've been screwing around with the promo well, there. It's fun. I'm kind of curious it, about it the seemed... keyboard, but I think what Rock Band Three has done is it's killed my interest in Rock Band entirely because now I'm never gonna play. I'm never gonna turn Rock Band Two on. And I probably won't buy Rock Band three anytime right. soon. Right. But eh. well, I I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like that. This has much longevity to it. Like the the new stuff, nothing really perked my ears up. As someone that doesn't invest in these games very often, if at all, like I I don't see any reason to get it. Yeah. 
Well, let's move on. I don't, I don't want to spend, you know, half an hour yeah. dwelling on Rock Band right, 3, right, but... Right. Fuck you guys, it's great. <laughs> yeah. So um, Also, <laughs> House of the Dead Overkill 2 is apparently getting closer to reality. Fuck there was yeah. a report over at yeah. Nintendo Life uh, saying that apparently this was a new development. Um, unfortunately, Nintendo Life, and I, I don't want to be too much of a douche here, but I reported that, up, uh, back at E3 that House of the Dead Overkill was being talked with with Sega at E3, and following that meeting, uh, in which I talked to uh, Steve Pritchard over at Headstrong, um, that, yeah, House of the Dead Overkill, as of E3 2010, was looking really good, and I guess it's looking even closer to becoming reality. It's going to come out for Move, too. But I'm really excited for this game. I love the first one. It's so good. So great. Fantastic. Can you play through it in, like, an evening? Yeah, like most, uh, definitely. Like, oh, yeah. oh, cool. Absolutely. I might, I might rent it. It's, it's, it's tons to play of fun, with dude. You who's good and at if, you, if you like shitty movies, <sighs> if you like shitty movies or grindhouse movies, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. It's it's a funny game, but it's yeah. relatively offensive to most rational human beings. Or something most like humans. That. Most That's okay. It probably won't be that. to me. So I'm fine. I think, I yeah, think it you'd it like it a lot, Nate. You. I mean, and you can just rent it, and you'll have as much joy as... I do, even though I do. Re- I, I still, I still actually. Flybox has it. I still actually replay that game from time to time. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, a lot of fun. Well and, too. Yeah. I, uh, I love the, the, the soundtrack, conversation dude. between the two characters in the ice cream truck. It's very uh, Quentin yeah. Tarantino. And dude, that that soundtrack is so good. It is. I need to play this game. All right, uh, all right, guys. I'm gonna give it back to you, Nate. Let's move on to new releases. Retail. Thank you. Thank you. I, I will take it with retail. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to run through these. If you hear something interesting that you want to talk about, stop me. Uh, GoldenEye, Wii, and DS. Talked about Bloodstone it. Bloodstone DS. We talked about those. We talked also about Poke Park Wii. So good. Uh, <laughs> babysitting Mama Wii. Day one purchase. Oh, my God. The I Bella's love Dangerous that game. Hunts. I want it so bad. I saw it in the store. I was like, I would do things to is, that puppet. Wait, is, is, is that the one where you put the, yes. insert, the Wii remote yeah. inside of the baby? Just so you guys know, Pedro called it. I know he did. So oh, take yeah, it up with him. Aaron, Aaron was like, hey, let's give this to Nathan. And Pedro's like, no. That's <laughs> mine. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right, man. That's cool. <laughs> I, I got excited a little bit there, but no. No. Um, so depending on how, how bad it is, I, I can't buy it. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I wouldn't even do a review. I'd just do one of those blog posts where the baby's in compromising positions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, this is what happens when you put your baby in the oven. Unit. Hell yes. What happens if you shake it? Yes. Oh my god, so <laughs> many good ideas. If it somehow picks that up. Okay. Speaking of shaking babies, Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2011. Uh, which is apparently like a survival horror take on, on Cabela's. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always a horror to survive their games, so... I mean, the games we'll aren't see. terrible. It's just like, I'm no, no, not going to fucking play they're a hunting awful. game. They're, they're no, ter- they're not. They're terrible. They're not. I've they actually, I actually played one of them and like, well, this game is good if I liked hunting. They fucked up dinosaurs, you know, I've, man. I've rented, I've rented a lot of them. I played... And, yeah, because they always fascinate me. Their, their trailers yeah. always fascinate me. And then I'm like, oh, right. rent it. And then, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this one's right, this one's uh, marketed as a survival horror game, which I think is kind of funny. Resident Evil. Yeah. You're gonna fight Resident dangerous Resident hunts. Evil. <laughs> Zombie bear. <laughs> Feral ducks. 
<laughs> the dog just jumps through the window, and you're like, oh, shit. Huh. Uh, that would be a moose. Anyways. Jeopardy for the Wii and DS. This you want to know what's fucked about this game? No, no, no. No, no. Zach, 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 I'm cutting you off. Because you know why? <laughs> this is multiple choice. Oh, fuck yeah. that. I was, I was, oh. I went, and, I was like kind of excited because I, I really liked like the Jeopardy game for old I Nintendo and shit like that. Right. And I went to go play the demo at E3 and picked up the remote, saw that it was multiple choice, put the remote down, and I don't give a shit about that, that game yeah. at all. Yeah, that's so freaking stupid. That's, how about, how about a uh, Wheel of Fortune for the Wii and DS? That was actually you know, mildly fun. I also, choice. I also played it. I mean, there's no multiple choice. I mean, does that's have, Wheel of Fortune. Does it have Pat and Vanna? Um, they're me versions. There's also a me version of oh, Alex Trebek in the Wii and DS. I saw an do ad for. Do you use motion controls to spin the the Wheel of Fortune? I think you do. I played it at E3. How could you not? Ago. I've drank it a lot <laughs> since E3, so I probably forgot. <laughs> um, but yeah, to, Wheel. Right? They actually they're like advertising these. I was watching Jeopardy the other day, and they're like giving away prize packages, and like Alex Trebek's me will like talk, and it's weird. Damn. You buy enough copies, Alex will grow his mustache back. <laughs> oh, I, I hope, wish he I would, hope. man. He needs to do that. I know. He looks like a little baby without it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like um, my my dad used <laughs> I, to have a mustache from when I was from before I was born up until like I don't know, like I was like sixteen or seventeen, and it was the did case it look where like, like Mario's mustache. No, asshole. My dad used to have like a mountain man beard before I was born. But, I look at old pictures. I'm like, you're not my father. <laughs> But um, but there was like, like one, one Pokemon trainer. One day I got home from school and like, I, I saw my dad and he didn't have his mu- he didn't have his mustache and I was just like it didn't register with me at first until like a week later I just looked up and was like holy shit, and like my friend would tell me about how he would like basically just imagine a mustache on my dad's face because it was jarring. <laughs> Think of it without it. I accidentally shaved off part of my beard once and I had to get rid of the rest of it and I got some weird looks for that <laughs> yeah. two weeks. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Wii and DS I'm not interested in this game as it stands so I don't know if I'd spring for the I played the PS3 version last night Wii, and it's pretty Wii's cool version. Yeah, I mean cool. it's exactly so signed, like the other up ones the... but it's still pretty cool Is it? okay that's probably why did I'm you play the zombie there. mode with like Nixon and JFK and no, Fidel Castro what? Wait, yeah, dude there's a video game. online go watch it because it's really funny and then you don't Do need you have to, to play. like balance fighting zombies with your drug addiction. <laughs> well, no, because what it is, it's like I don't know. You're like in the Pentagon. It's JFK. Um, uh, I forget who the fourth guy is. JFK, Nixon, and Fidel Castro, and there's a fourth guy. And I'm right? hoping I'm hoping Abe Lincoln is another. No, one. no. <sighs> but like, damn it, it's, it's it's really funny, and if it works for the fact that I don't give a shit about the entire rest of that game, I would get it on the yeah. strength of that. <laughs> You have gold now. Well, maybe they'll release it as a separate thing on the uh, the iPhone yeah. for us lucky people who want to play first-person shooters with crappy touch controls. <laughs> there you go. Um, Probably sold screw, like gangbusters, screw, though. Screw iPhone shooters. Um, screw the iPhone. Or at least games. Hell on. yeah. Screw that iPhone. I'm playing Geodefense right now, and it's awesome. Geodefense rules. Actually, Swarm is, Swarm is a little better. I think you're right, but I'm replaying, I'm replaying both of them. Right. Yeah. Tom Clancy's Hawks 2 for the Wii. Uh, no. Apparently it's okay. a piece of shit. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Fling Smash for the Wii. This Neil is a piece Grant. of shit. I, I, I'm just going to say it. Like, <laughs> Apparently people don't Tell hate it as really much as feel. I do. 
It, I, apparently, people don't hate it as much as I do looking at other reviews, right. but this game's a piece of shit. Well, it I'm may sorry. be because you're racist, but Maybe. it may also be I don't a know. crappy game. You want to elaborate? But, like, I mean, well, it's really the controls suck. Like, there's some cool ideas in the game, and it really, it really reminds me of Yoshi's Island, just the setup of it mm. and kind of, like, the progression. But Isn't that good? the controls are terrible, and, like... How, the... about, how about the music? No, not the music. Okay, that's good. But I don't really. I have no urge to talk about this game. It, I managed to beat right. it, but it was like I just want to fucking beat this piece of shit. So that when when anyone is like, "Oh, you were too hard on the game," I'll just be like, "No, I beat it, and I still fucking hate it." So fuck off. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I had to beat Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, um, that's why I played Rune Connect Factory the other day. Three. Rune Factory Three DS. Yeah. Harvest played Moon the first game, right? one. Yeah, Harvest Moon Rune Factory. I played the first one. You're farming and fighting monsters. Not very fun for me. Great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We were. I. I don't know anything about any of these. Gods versus humans. Watched a, a few that... of the uh, trailers on YouTube. God versus humans actually looks pretty cool. It's sort of a what kind of game. Is it? It's twelve hundred points, by the way. One to two players. I don't know how it plays exactly because the trailer was fairly short, but it looked like a very kind of stylish cartoon version, like a Wind Waker-y version of like Sim Tower, but with fighting. Um. Because, like, uh, I think you play as the gods and the humans are trying to, like, build a tower up to heaven. It's kind of what it looked like. I might be way Babylon. wrong. Yeah. And, like, so the humans <laughs> yeah. come and build a tower up and then you fire. Or, or Babel. You fire, or like, it's called. weapons of mass destruction or some sort at the humans as they're building, maybe. I would. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. But the uh, the graphics looked pretty nice. I mean, it's 1,200 points, isn't it? Yeah, twelve hundred points. Yeah, of graphics, I guess. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's got to be at least something of a premium title. Uh, well, no, I don't know if I'd assume that. Um, hey, if they think what, they can get a charging more than a thousand points for it, they better and make sure it's not complete. Remember bullshit. that Enjoy Your Massage was twelve hundred points. No, it was, also, it was like six wrong. bucks. I don't know what the hell happened. I think James like overly paid for. It. He Oops. bought it twice. <laughs> Oops, Prank Party was twenty dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Mix so Superstar. That. Yay. Yeah. And the next Mix Superstar Digital Leisure 500 points one player. I'm guessing it involves some sort of mixing. That's a my um, guess as well. Potentially. Whether it's you're mixing ingredients or mixing some beats, I don't know. Um Robox from Dreambox Games, a thousand points. Anyone Box. watch something? Yeah, close? Robox looked. Um, I heard it's not too bad from reviews. No, I honestly like, have no idea what it is though. Based on the trailer, it looked kind of like a Wally-ish sort of uh, robot. Like, he wasn't on. He wasn't on treadmills. He was on. He had. He had like two feet or whatever. But um, he, it was just sort of like a real basic kind of like adventure platformer. Um, but the only problem with the, tr with the game based on the trailer that I saw was it looks like it's about half speed, um, yeah. and not, not like, not like in a glitchy way, just like sort of in, in a design way. Not in a good way. Like... <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying either, like, I'm not saying way. the game is broken in terms of like, it's just buggy. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, it's not a crappy frame rate. It's a crappy. It just looks like, speed. it looks like the game would be kind of boring because the, your character moves like a two legged robot, which is. Say right. not very quickly, uh, but actually, like the environments looked kind of cool. I mean, it didn't look spectacular, but it might be worth checking out. Maybe not quite for a thousand points, but um, yeah. I mean, I'd be kind of curious to see if any of our listeners pick this up because yeah, um, that that goes with yeah, saying I, for I, 
everything for me in DSIWare or we wear in DSIWare, if any any listener, all all eight of you, maybe ten, I hope. Maybe, <laughs> um, if any, if anyone's actually played any of these games and you have something to say about them, do write in to newscast at nintendoworldreport.com. We'd love to talk about it because we're not going to be able to play all these games, and most of these games right. are we, we don't bullshit. have the time or the budget to buy yes. all of the Happy Birthday Marts. Yeah, <laughs> no, only buy some of them. <laughs> um, and then I guess last for we wear is Gene Labs, Frontline Studios. I don't know why that's all capped. That, that's just how it points. is. Frontline. <laughs> um, I don't know studios. anything about Gene Labs, but I know there's a DSiWare version that's 200 points. That the press release just says this is the DSiWare version of the WiiWare game Gene Labs. <laughs> ah, so I have no idea like brilliant. what the differences are. Fantastic. Who knows? Speaking of DSiWare, we have Go! Series Pinball Attack from GameBridge, 500 points. I guess that's another one in that series. Pin- pinball. The Go yeah. series. It looks like Arkanoid meets Pinball to some extent. Yeah. I, I wish mm. that uh, I wish Fuse would make another little pinball game because that Egyptian one is so good. Yeah. No, speaking the, speaking cool. of uh, pinball fusion and Pokemon fusion, Pokemon pinball was great. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have it on, uh, on my that. GBA. I love that game. Great game. And then, and then there's Adventure in Vegas slot machine by Game yes. Land. 200 points. But is there a, an interior decorating adventure. sim and a disappearing monkey Only shooter? Right, I need to get that game. Um, you do. The only only one slot machine apparently in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess to sync with the one slot machine, there is Disco Light by Casa. I two hundred. I points. thought we saw the worst DSiWare game ever in Flashlight. I think right. we trumped it. It's the same. It's from the same people, and this is Disco Light. And this is this is just a Disco Light. Yes, yeah. for two dollars. Brilliant. So. If, at if, least this shit would be free them, on the I iPhone. Could... Yeah, if I buy a bunch of them... No, actually, it probably wouldn't. Uh, if I buy a bunch of these, I could put them under my glass floor and have a disco floor. Oh <laughs> yeah. Ooh, on the XL? That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> I guess next there is Gene Labs, the DSiWare version of the WiiWare game Gene Labs, <laughs> at 200 points, by Frontline Studios. Um Paul's shooting adventure. That eight, sounds like eight, a winner. Two hundred points. <laughs> this this sounds like a game about serial killer. So if it is, please let us know. It's the same adventure as the, as the slot machine one. Is this like Deer Captor, he, but with humans? He loses. <laughs> he loses the slot machine and then and then starts shooting up the uh, casino. Neil, Deer Captor is not about shooting things. It's about captoring them. <laughs> Putting them in your basement. <laughs> Human captor later. and then uh after paul went on a shooting adventure he played peg solitaire by a circle entertainment brilliant what is with that why do these people capitalize i don't know like all caps the first part of their name i mean i I put these in exactly how they are in the press problem with uh the problem with peg solitaire for 500 points is that you can go into a dollar store and buy three of them yeah Right. If that was 200 points, like, I was thinking, I was like, well, Peg Solitaire, that's kind of fun. And then it's all the 500 points. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, the way they sell DSiWare points is really prohibitive to get, like, oh, I just want to check out this $2. Yeah, game. exactly. Yeah. You know, I hate that. It really, if they, if they if they had that, if they had that, you know, the equivalent of, like, the, the 99 cent game on the iPhone, if they had, like, a 100 point yeah. 
barometer for that. Like I would totally go impulse on a lot more games because one dollar is way way cheaper than two dollars in my book. Yeah, I guess. I, well, I don't know if it's the fact that it's such a a labor to pull out the DSi XL or just because I I don't well, play my DS like that, but it does. And and I'm a nerd, so you know, picking that thing up. Yeah. But uh. I, you know, I don't find that I'm attracted to these tiny experiences on my DS. I, like, I just, I just want to play well, the game I, that I bought for the car. Yeah, know, the I have like Doctor Mario on mine, and uh, like, yeah, uh, I got Puzzle Mario League. March of the Minis and Shantae, yeah, like, I mean, I, like, and, and, and that's great. I'll usually, I'll usually, you know, like if I got some time to kill, I'll like, you know, play some Doctor Mario for a little bit. But other than that, like, I'm not gonna go out and get like, you know, fucking random ass solitaire game. Have either of you guys checked out Snap Dots on DSiWare? Um, I kind of read into it, and then it didn't seem like my kind of thing, but it I seemed it interesting. Up. I picked it up a little bit ago. I haven't played it too much yet, but it's actually kind of a cool little. Uh, it's not. I, I picked it up because it kind of looked a little bit like Picross, and it's it's not really Picross. Yeah, that, that's what I was interested a... in it, and then I realized like it looks like Picross, but it's really not, and I was like, don't care. No, it's like it's it's like there's 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 a shape in the middle of a grid, and you rotate the grid and fire fire pixels to the middle of the grid from the outside and you have to create a shape in the middle of the grid uh, by firing to the outside but you have to be careful how you fire it because if you don't do it right then you when you fire in from one direction you'll block the path you need to fire in from a different direction so it's sort of a it's just sort of a logic solving problem there's a thing, a thing i read there was like 60 puzzles though and it's like five bucks it's probably more than i really wanted to spend but i still had some points left over from my purchase of uh, shantae which i did eventually buy haven't played yet um but so Let's finish this up with Virtual Console Street Slam for the Neo Geo 900 points. I don't Apparently, it's like it's a three-on-three basketball game, kind of like NBA. Is game. it about Pogs? No, no it's not no, about it's, Pogs. It's a yeah, basketball I'm game. Out. I don't know too Pogs. much about it. Nice, that would be cool. That would be cool, dude. dude a slammer, yeah. just throw that shit. Pokemon down. Pogs. Yeah, there yeah. are reasons. The... There are things I would buy on the Virtual Console from Neo Geo, but sports games are really not one of them. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Yeah, I don't know. What is that one? Baseball Stars. Uh, I played yeah, it in the arcade that. a few times. I, I wouldn't get it for like nine bucks, but I like baseball. I wouldn't just buy sports games in general. So you, know. you you said yourself you were interested in men 3ds. So I am. I am. I'm very interested in it. They would. I said it. in general. I digress. I'm very interested <laughs> um, in your mom. Yeah. In general, in general, you in tell general. her. Well, she's she is not interested in you, Zach. Well, so. damn. Oh. Um, that's all the games. That's all of the games. That is all the games in one. Out of games. Sorry, one guys. Polo cast. We need to have a new a new system now because we ran out of games on the current systems. Hurry up, right. Nintendo! Get on the program with the program. I, I do want to uh, I do want to give a shout out to some of our listeners uh, on the talkback thread of the last episode who uh, pointed out some of the audio problems we've been having. I appreciate that because I I don't really have a good ear for how other people hear it until people tell me. Uh, so I'm going to try to mix it up a little bit this week and see if we can't get that cleaned up. Um, hopefully you all will keep leaving feedback because I, I want the show to sound good. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I can't generally – I mean w- when I edit it, I, l- I listen to it in, w- with headphones on in a quiet room. Uh, right. So it's kind of hard for me to really tell if it's going to be hard to listen to when you're in a car or on a bus. Yeah. Um, so definitely uh, keep leaving the feedback. I appreciate it. It's nice to see those talkback threads get a little bit longer every time. Um, yeah, which it's awesome to actually have some feedback on on the show. They have been getting longer. Yeah. They have. They have been. We're we're, we're getting up there. Well, uh, well, except no, about probably, Brett Favre. Um, not in Zach's uh, case. 
anyway, so yeah, speaking of feedback, hey, leave us feedback on iTunes. We have not gotten reviews in a bajillion million years since you. And uh, me. I seriously doubt no. that anybody who listens to Newscast <laughs> doesn't also listen to RFN. But just in case, uh, you can check me out on the Discover Music Project, the new episode uh, featuring me and host Jonathan Metz of RFN. Just came out at crosstalk.com a few days ago. Uh, yeah. I go Look at over... Andy all fancy. I know. DMP. Aren't you going to be on that soon, Nate? Yeah, yeah. he is. <laughs> Already recorded. <laughs> I, I help I help Johnny dissect a playlist from Mr. Benjamin uh, Folds of uh, Ben Folds Five. Uh, it's a hmm. pretty pretty good little episode. Good some some, some good music on there. Uh, Crosstalk.com is quickly becoming one of my favorite things on the internet. Actually, from from what I've read, Andy, your episode was the most rapidly downloaded uh, episode yet. Yep. I'm uh I'm going to attribute that to just being the most recent episode on Crosstalk. I'm <laughs> going to attribute it to having a bitching co-host. Yeah. That too. That too. You mean Johnny? I'm assuming you mean Johnny. (laughs) Kaboom. Bam. Um, So yeah, uh, go check that out. Crosstalk.com. Yeah, and as we were saying earlier, uh, with any WiiWare DSiWare games that we didn't really talk too much about, if you have played it and want to tell us about it, write us at newscast at nintendoworldreport.com. And stay tuned uh, if you're interested in playing GoldenEye Wii online with some people from Nintendo World Report. We will be having a Wi-Fi night soon. Kind of got to get that figured out. I don't yeah. know exactly when it's going to be, but we have to figure out how to, uh, you know, track progress. Yeah, if we're going to just do the giveaways randomly, or if we can find out a way in game to you know, determine a way to like be like we'll, fi- we'll figure tonight. it out. Yeah. Yep. Um, All right. And if you have any feedback that- about that, email us at newscast at nintendoworldreport.com because. Gonna need help uh, figuring that out, and there's also uh, a talkback ex- thread. Yes, that too. Um, yeah. We'll talk. Dang. Talk, talk to us. We, I want, I want to talk to. That sounds like an episode to me. I want to yeah, hear that, from you. That, that was an episode. Thank you, thank you, Andy. I want to touch thank the you. fuzzy wall. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Nathan. We will thank see you, you all thank on you. the polo field. Thank you. Yes, Doctor? I can't do that, Doctor? Nathan. Doctor? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go play in a poke park. So, you know, play, polo, play the polo mini game. I'm sure there probably is one that I haven't unlocked yet. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you hit go... a Voltorb. <laughs> Hell yes. Oh, God. You ride, ride a giraffe ride a rig top. and hit a Voltorb. <laughs> and Andy's trying to speak to me. I was just going to say, when when you're in your Poke Park, uh, Zach, if you see any, any lost souls, you have to use the urn. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally crapped in the urn. <laughs> okay, but that that should be the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, bye, y'all. Okay. I enjoyed that. I'm going to go ahead and stop recording. Oh, Later. Yeah, I am recording. Bye. Bye. bye, everybody. Yeah, we're all recording. Bye. Let me tell the story about how, sorry, uh, it's not the end right now. Uh, Forest Lawn, a like a funeral home cemetery thing, way back when I was in high school, actually let me schedule my own cremation. This sounds amazing. Wow. They went what? They went as far as to agree to saying that, hey, I want to come in Wednesday to be cremated. 
the lady tentatively agreed with it until she kind of realized what was going on, <laughs> and then she had to put an end to it. Uh, <laughs> I did it under a falsified name with a friend. It was one of the most fun ran, things I've ever done. That sounds yeah, like man. the first. That sounds like the first like chapter of a of a Stephen King novella. <laughs> and then like it ends with you sketch. getting cremated. Yeah. It started with me just saying, I like to talk about scheduling my cremation. And she was very open about it. And then, uh, yeah, it, it progressed from there. And then, until and she then the kind of realized, yeah, she, she kind of realized what she was agreeing to. No, this is all by email. This, this oh, is, God. I have it. I have wow. it still. That's fantastic. It that needs to be bonus yeah. content. Sweet, I'll read it. Yeah, sweet I'll read burn. the whole transcription. Yeah, it was great. Uh, You're on fire, sir.